1: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our SoHere.com members. This podcast and our community is mostly funded by the support of listeners like you. If you love the podcast, check out soherecom membership to see how you can keep it in your ears for years to come and get fun stuff to boot.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. So-
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. Well, we were just having a tiny argument. <laughs> a about tiny, tiny. Tiny argument beforehand. This podcast is about tiny hymns. And when somebody says tiny hymns, what do you think of, Mom?
2: I think of tiny bubbles. Do you have a story about tiny well, bubbles? I kind of do, and it's kind of cute. Go ahead. So that was sung by Don Ho, if anybody knows it. He was like a Hawaiian singer and he uh-huh. had a ukulele okay i i'm dating myself and you can all probably look him up on Facebook. Uh, so over
1: google so over 60 hashtag so over 60 so much over 60
2: <laughs> oh man i'm on the downhill <laughs> side almost your yeah i'm close too. to 70 yeah. it's really scary yeah but and i won't be a sextagenarian anymore and that's what bothers me the most that i yeah. will have to be a septagenarian you, but anyway you mentioned that
1: a couple times. i know it
2: really because it bothers me i, I think understand. about it all the time so
1: so back to tiny bubbles so
2: this was actually a neighbor of my cousins and this is when our cousin jill Uh okay was tiny right yes and anyway this little girl loved the the song tiny bubbles Uh but she thought it was hiney bubbles (laughs) okay it was so cute and she would sing hiney bubbles and they're taking a bath one day together, oh. the two little girls, and the one little, Jill stands up and she has bubbles all over her butt because it was a bubble bath. And the little girl goes, "Heiny bubbles."
1: <laughs> so it's really cute. Heiny bubbles could be like a really good euphemism for you know passing gas
2: too. Oh, that you is... didn't
1: you didn't think of that?
2: No. Oh, I think I think of see because because <laughs> I don't. How think could of, you not? Because think I of don't that. think of, I don't think of flagellant as bubble, <laughs> <egg>, right? As <laughs> as tinier, petite. It's more like the elephant blew the room out, you know. Kind of thing.
1: <laughs> anyway, okay. The reason I, you know, for those High of you bubbles, I'm gonna start using that though. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, you know mom has Crohn's disease. We talk about bodily
2: functions a lot. Listen, before I ever was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, we talked about bodily functions. functions.
1: Okay, well, this podcast is about tiny hems, and I just want to say, before you say something, mom, we have a blog post and a video on this, and the blog post is, like, really concise. It's like, how to do this, you know? And all the comments on the blog post are like, this is so clear and concise and blah, 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 blah. So we thought in the podcast. So they became
2: successful. But what I want to
1: say is in the podcast, we decided to start out with a completely
2: unrelated story. Okay. So (laughs) you can. So you can call this podcast hiney bubbles or tiny Tiny hems or whatever. All right. So we, but we got our little
1: tangent in there, but that's. Oh my God. I
2: wrote down tiny bubbles instead of tiny hems in my notebook. Okay,
1: so there is. Uh, we're going to describe these techniques, and th- like I said, there's already a podcast, and there's already or, no, there's not a podcast. I mean, now there this, is. It, there will now be. that
2: you're listening. Now that you're listening,
1: there's, there's a, podcast. a podcast, right? Uh, now that Sam Bam's got this up, but anyway, <laughs> uh, there is a blog post and a video of these techniques. But I kind of think it's fun for to have a sewing podcast. Of course, I've mentioned this before because if you're in the car, you can kind of be like, oh, okay, I know about this technique now. And then if you don't get it, you can go watch the video. You know.
0: know, Like when I
1: listen to my decluttering podcast while I'm driving in the car, I'm not decluttering at the moment. Right.
2: But (laughs) here's another thing. Even if you're doing tiny hymns or you've, you know, looked at our our videos or you've read our – and you've done them and you've been somewhat successful – this, this is what happens to me. If I haven't done something for a while, I might forget one little thing. Do you know what I mean? Or, or something, one little part of the technique that I sit down and I'm, and maybe I don't remember it till I'm halfway into the hymn and I'm like, oh yeah, that's how we used to do it. Well, kind of thing. Julianne. So re listening. It's a good idea.
1: Julianne says, "Wonderfully done and brilliantly supported with descriptive narration and text." Thanks for and congratulations on a job well done and a resource I will refer to again and again. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, did we have to pay her? No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't okay. have to pay her. Good. Um, it, uh, you know, I don't know if that's Julianne. Uh, uh, Which Julianne? Yeah, I don't. I guess I can't say for sure right now. Um. Anyway. Okay. So let's get on this tiny hems. These techniques. When we say tiny hems. Mm-hmm. They are for lightweight fabrics. In fact, the title we give to
2: some of the techniques are things like bridesmaid hem. -hmm. Bridesmaid hem. Uh, Sundress hem. I'm trying to think. Um, We we have
1: bridesmaid hem one, bridesmaid hem two, uh, serger tiny hem, sheer tiny hem. Right. So this is for like satiny fabrics Mm -hmm. silky fabrics if you are hemming a formal for someone
2: something that there's you don't want to add weight to or there's no necessity to add weight there you go and one of these things might be like a ruffle or a flounce too so think about that especially like say on the front of a shirt you have a flounce or or Mm -hmm. a a ruffle how are you going to hem that now one way you can on your serger do like Um, Decorative A a decorative rolled ham Or something like that But maybe you don't Maybe you want sort of Something that's not going to show up
1: Or So one thing I like about this One one thing I like about us uh, (laughs) (laughs) One thing I like about the thing I do Is this does cover some different Equipment Uh,
2: like, so if you have this machine Mm -hmm. or
1: not this machine or this or that, it,
2: I think. And yet you can do it with a basic sewing machine. Yes, you can
1: do it with a basic sewing machine or if you have a serger or let's pretend your serger just isn't handling some fabric well, because we are spoiled. We know that we've Mm -hmm. got really top of the line equipment. Uh, so sometimes we're able to do things. That people are like, oh, well, I don't have a, you know, a cover stitch or I don't have a this. And, you know, we give you kind of a full range of things. uh, And and I think
2: another thing that we we do do that I like about us is we will combine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see. How much do I like myself today? Yeah. Um, Hey, I deserve to like myself once in a yeah, while. Yeah, no, it's good. You should like yourself, too, <laughs> people who are yes, listening. Yes, we will, well, we, we will use a combination of machines. Yes. So yes. it's like, well, yeah, you can use a three-thread to finish this, but when you flip it over, you know, you top-stitch it on your regular machine. Right. So sometimes it's a combo.
1: Okay, so now let's, let's talk about in the... In the beginning of the of the blog post, I give some general considerations mm-hmm. about all these techniques. So right. let's get those out of the way. First of all, and this is really big. This is maybe a place where we get a little controversial. Uh-oh. Okay. Especially, Am I gonna get excited on it? Uh, yes, you're yeah. gonna love it. You're gonna love I've it. I've been
2: excited about a couple things today I'll let her worry. go on. Well, a,
1: let me talk about. I'll let her go on a rant, okay? Uh, for these tiny hems, especially, you do not, we do not recommend pressing the hem in place before right. you sew so
2: you can press the fabric flat if you like yep okay but a lot of these hems are also on a curve so you also want to be careful that you're not stressed when i say press lift the you know lift up the iron and press down don't, don't do slide. the back and forth sliding you are you're you will you know contort yeah the, the, the weave the you're, threads
1: Your um Oh, what was I gonna say? You said on a curve. So right. most most hems, you know, are slightly curved right. at some point. And some can be really curved. And then I think that a lot of people like to use the iron. To give themselves a sense of control.
2: I think they think it's security and yeah. it's not. They're
1: like, oh, well, press right. it in place first and then you no. can sew it. And well, it's not. It's not. I mean, you can press it in place first and then sew it. But you can get an undesirable result, okay, on a hem like this. Right. So we press in hems on jeans first. Right. This is a really stable fabric mm-hmm. uh, that um, you're not going to get, like, a lot of distortion on. Right. Um, maybe on something like a canvas
2: sometimes like a home deck or, or a like a deck. bag or something like that yes but on it's almost not a hem as much as a fold sometimes yeah.
1: maybe so on this we we're not pressing beforehand okay no. and this is zd doesn't press like on a blind hem beforehand
2: so, generally I, mean, you know? I don't think we exactly gave reasoning for this all the time other than it distorts but so Let me talk about this a little bit. I'll let you talk about it. So if I have a curve Uh and I'm trying to press up like exactly one half inch or whatever it is, right? Two centimeters or whatever. Here's what's going on, you guys. I cannot press it up this. Okay. Because it's curved, the outside edge is greater than where I'm turning up to. Yeah. Okay. So somewhere that has to be eased in. Yes, your sewing machine will do this for you. Yeah, with you the techniques we describe and the way we tell you to do it, that will happen with sewing. There is no way to do that in a pristine, um, what do I want to say, sort of even way, with and uh, pressing. And then once you press, here's the deal. Your mistake is made. Yeah. So if you sew it wrong, it can come out. If you press, you've screwed yourself. And the other
1: thing about these tiny hem techniques is they are tiny. Okay? Oh, this yeah. This isn't It'll put... will burn your little fingers. Yeah, you... Okay, yeah. so you can't press it up. And the other thing is it's not put a two-inch hem in a bridesmaid's dress technique. You know? Right. It's, it's not uh, facing or anything. So it all works together. I mean, there okay? is... Okay, all of these we're, considerations we're, work mean, together.
2: I mean, this is like... I don't want to say scientifically proven, but it is scientific. <laughs> no. What what I'm telling you are the reasons and that's why it works. That's why I went, Oh no, no, I got I've got to I've got to um you know, press it up. No you don't. Yeah. You just don't. I, and and I probably have not pressed in hymns since I was in high school and that was a half a century ago. So it was a long time. And ago. I I do some pretty nice hymns. Half a century.
1: Yeah, you do. Uh so the next Consideration that we want to take into consideration is that all hems are sewn from the right side of the fabric, the top, the the you know, the pretty side of the garment. So you
2: want your public side to have your public stitch. Yes. Because your bobbin your bobbin side is not the prettiest part of your stitch. Yes. So
1: the you know, I would have sometimes people come in, man, people would sometimes just get fixated. I swear they never looked at anything so closely in their life. You right. know, but they'd come in after the machine was serviced, but the
2: back of my stitch is a little wavy.
1: Well... Um, it's especially... because the
2: stitch is not really straight actually guys That's that straight right. stitch isn't really straight
1: so your needle thread you know gets to move forward and be put down you know point after point mm-hmm. but your bobbin thread really when you look at how it works it sort of slightly wraps around it's coming
2: from the side which yeah. means it's not coming straight up
1: right so it may
2: not and it depends on the fabric and it doesn't mean it it like it's wrong no. or, this is no. the stitch
1: but <laughs> especially on these thinner fabric fabrics Mm -hmm. you'll you'll you can see that wrapping happen, and it's
2: usually not as flat yes okay and and it doesn't look as straight but when you sew through like a million layers of fabric or something a little thicker that
1: wrap kind of gets hidden in the layers you don't see it Mm -hmm. as well so especially on these thinner
2: fabrics it can appear that your bobbin looks slightly it it looks it right and honestly it's supposed to like every stitch is it Every bobbin stitch is at this minute angle, minute angle, minute. It's the same. It can be the same minute angle. Yeah. Okay. And the top is straight. Yes.
1: So make sure to sew from the top. This is this is a big. If we were, I don't know if we've done an episode on your pet peeves. I believe we have, but you. Top well, stitch, we're talking couture here. Yeah, we yeah. top stitch from the top. We. We hem from the top, so uh, when you can't can't see what you're folding under, you need to define your landmark uh, where you know to place your fabric so that you're catching your hem. Okay, and that really,
2: actually, I think it's easier on it. Well, a landmark is what you want, no matter when you're sewing, anyway. Where you are now, I do have another technique, and if you're a phlebotomist or a nurse or someone who likes to feel things, this. I can feel him sometimes, and that's important to me. I can feel the layers. Okay,
1: and we do some things mm-hmm. in these techniques that help you feel, right. it too. Right. So uh, that that is nice. Okay, so uh, all the hems are a half-inch hem allowance, too. I just, so in case we, you know, come up against that, uh, everything we have you leave here is a half-inch hem mm-hmm. allowance. So, like we said, tiny, okay? Um, and the hem
2: will get tinier than a half-inch. Yeah,
1: that's right. So that's a hem allowance That's that the you allowance, leave. right. Yeah. That's so what you want
2: to work with.
1: When you're marking a hem, you say, oh, I want it this long, and then you cut it. A half, half inch, inch longer, longer, okay, is is what you want. And then we do say, of course, that you should press or steam your hem after you sew. Right. But don't, once again, rub the iron back and forth across the work, okay? So that those are those general considerations that are in the beginning of the blog post that we want you to know about. Okay, how many tiny hems do we have here? We've got four. I guess we should cover maybe at least one before we, <laughs> before we before. take a break. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is... Bridesmaid's hem number one, and this is on the sewing machine, yes. okay, the conventional sewing machine. You don't you, need any special
2: equipment for That's this. right.
1: So you want to make sure that you use the needle that's appropriate for your fabric. Uh, you know, I think that's one thing that we don't actually really cover here, which would be nice.
2: You know, uh, somebody asked me about, I think it was actually on the serger or something, uh, somebody asked in on our Facebook page, and they said, what needle would you use here cuz they're yeah. complaining about their stitch. And I said, I don't want to sound flip. Right. But whatever works. Yeah. I said I would start out with a stretch needle in right. that particular, but sometimes it's whatever works. It's right. the needle that works, you know. So, and a new one?
1: I'd say, you know, you can give your universal needle a try with these fabrics. We in our videos right. we're doing this on like, oh, it's my wedding, isn't it my wedding dress fabric?
2: Oh, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So it's a, and we
2: used a really small needle too. I yes, think we used a seventy or a sixty. I yeah. think a seventy, yeah, um, is what we use. Okay, uh,
1: microtex are often really good for these types of things. They're sharp, real sharp. Um, but once again, you may actually want a stretch needle if it's you know a lot of these dresses now have mm-hmm. some stretch incorporated into them. So give that a test. We do. We say that in the beginning. We test, say that, test, 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 it. guys. Um, so what you do here is you're going to do. Uh, your first pass through. This is where we give you a kind of a fold line, kind of something to feel. So the blog post. It's also a stay stitch. Yes. Stabilizes the area. So, and it's a stay stitch that is short. So we say to set your machine to a two millimeter straight stitch and stitch all the way around your hem a quarter inch away from your raw edge. So this is just, you could, you know, you could move your needle all the way over to the right. And maybe use the edge of your presser foot. Which is
2: generally what I do Yeah, because I like the way it's held there, too. Yes.
1: So this is, when you move your needle all the way, let's pretend it's your normal, Mm -hmm. like, zigzag presser foot that covers the whole feed dogs, right? Right. Uh, And you move your needle over to the right, and then you put your fabric under there, and probably the edge of your foot or maybe a little past the edge of your foot is a quarter inch. You need to measure that and find your landmark. That puts your fabric on the feed dogs as much as possible.
2: Right? right, And the foot, if you look at how the foot is, the foot has a slot in it. So yeah. you can move the needle over and then that needle, the top, is supported on three sides. That's right. Versus being in the middle of the foot where it's only supported. Sometimes it's only supported like on the back side because the slot's there. Yeah. yeah it depends on your foot. And it, you know, so your foot and your, and your throat plate. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yes. Absolutely.
1: So, so the needle is... Being inserted, it's almost like if you have a, you know, if you have a straight stitch plate that only has that
2: center hole, center hole, it's very supportive. You you get supporting, you know, three hundred sixty degrees. Well, here, you know, you're only minus a quarter of that, which is Is that two seventy. It's minus ninety, so yeah, two seventy. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you're getting you're getting that support. So when you move the needle over to the right, you're getting the fabric all on the feed dogs, and then you're getting the fabric uh, supported and the needle surrounded and everything. So that can be really nice. So. You're going, uh, and we say this to you know, move your needle, do whatever works for you, uh, and watch that stationary guide. So, you're gonna watch the edge of your fabric move along. Do not watch your needle, don't watch your needle. No need, no need to do that. And then you're gonna go all the way around your hem, and you don't need to back stitch, right? You're just gonna, st-
2: no, you'd, I just stitch right over the stitch other stitch over previous stitching,
1: like. cut the thread. You're going to sew this again. Right. You stitched over
2: previous stitching. This is a stay stitch and a landmark. Right. basically a new landmark, Mm -hmm. basically.
1: Yes. So now you've gotten this, like, quarter-inch line, this line of stitching. It's a quarter-inch away from the edge of your fabric. And we say it's almost like we've given you, like, a perforated folding line. Right. Okay? So now you're going to change your… Or scored, maybe. Yeah, scored or… People who do… Paper, paper, and and
2: scrapbooking, they score things, right?
1: So now you're going to change your straight stitch to a three millimeter, and you're going to fold your fabric at the stitching line, Mm -hmm. okay, that you made already, and you're going to fold
2: again. So you fold twice.
1: So you're folding twice now.
2: So that stitching line you made is actually not showing at all that first one That's it right. is in the fold and you can't see it anymore you can't see it yeah from right. from the you know from the outside of the garment right.
1: this is this does take a little bit more dexterity I don't know there's like
2: another one in here where you just like surge it and flip it you know? well some but, some people will sew this twice yes I don't like to sew it twice it's if I don't have to if I really really right. thought I had to I would learn to sew it just that no one last time mm-hmm. because you again you're not adding bulk and you know you're 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 staying away from possibly rippling again Actually, that's
1: uh, that's our hem number two
2: is what you're is it okay yeah. so we have described that uh-huh. in here um Another thing we haven't mentioned, and I don't know if it's in here, is the type of thread you're going to use. Yeah, go ahead. Go now, ahead. Thing to talk about. construction thread's okay. You're going to want to use matching thread, of course. Matching color, probably. F- but okay,
1: finally, this is where we use matching we thread. We do use matching thread. On, and I'll put it in the
2: bobbin, I will. Well, yeah, okay, you, I'll even match, the bobbin sometimes. I'll match, yeah. match, match, right. okay? <laughs> but I really prefer machine embroidery oh, thread, yeah. whether it be cotton or um the poly or the, the rayon. poly or the rayon because it's lighter and it lays smoother and if you've listened to buttonhole yeah right um you know we talk about using those types of decorative decorative threads there also so this hem isn't going to get any stress no okay no. And, and that you know That's the perfect thread for You don't, you don't, you know, you're not going to be like suspending someone from the ceiling by the seam. That's a reason to use embroidery thread. It's the lightest weight. It will lay nicely Mm -hmm. and there is no stress. And for most people who have an embroidery machine, Mm -hmm. okay, or use any sort of decorative threads like this, The color variety is immense. Oh, of course, yes, is immense. I had a dream about her, and it's one reason that we don't have. Every other every color of construction thread, right? Because we know if it shows, we, we can probably use a lot, an embroidery yeah, thread. Yeah, a lot of
1: times something that shows can be a less strong thread. Right. You've already seamed, and then you're top right. stitching or something. Absolutely. Okay. So this this double fold this is where the video really comes in handy. ZD kind of shows you the method of double folding, stopping and readjusting as needed. Okay. In order in to whatever
2: you do, in not just this hem,
1: anytime you're sewing. That's right. Okay. So this line of stitching, this second line of stitching is also supposed to kind of be about a quarter inch away.
2: Right. You're, you're, you know, you certainly want to make sure you're going through your layers. And that's where feel sometimes comes in or Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, you know, you want it. I mean, you want a nice hem. Usually, the presser foot works for me again. Because you folded, yes. you've added width, mm-hmm. okay? So, if you've started with the edge of the presser foot and you fold twice, you've actually added width in there. Even if it's not discernible by right. your eye, you will notice it when you put it under the foot.
1: Um, One thing we included in one of the zines, and it's not in this article, but if you are doing a really large garment, I'm just picturing like a formal with a really full skirt or something... Hanging the garment up on your ceiling or using an IV pole mm-hmm. can be really nice. To, and you know, the if you put it on a hanger that kind of rotates, right. you can
2: adjust the garment, and the weight will be taken off. We, uh, we actually have hooks that rotate. Yes, we have These, hooks that rotate. So, our, in fact, I, and they're no big deal. They're easily purchased yeah. at you know um, any place. I mean, I think I've included them in a couple. Do of you have, posts. have them? Yes. Um, it, it takes the weight off. You can scoop away all those extra layers yes. if there's any. Yes. Um you don't wind up sewing something onto another layer yes. or or something like that. So and and keeps it clean. It doesn't even have to be like a big, big thing, but sometimes even just a long like a no, long, long dress. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't particularly have as... to be bulky yes. or anything. Right. So,
1: uh but the Iv is great if you can't put something in your ceiling or that doesn't, you know, right. like work for you. The IV pole is awesome. So you are you're just folding up twice and stitching over it again with a little longer stitch length with a three yeah. millimeter. Now okay? you want, you can go three. Now,
2: why not four? Well, you could go four if this is a straight, straight hem. Yeah. But, you know, you're still going around a curve. Yeah, probably, okay? yes. So you probably want to, I would start out trying my three. So three is
1: longer than the default of 2.5, mm-hmm. okay, um, but still not super long. It's not as long. tight. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, and... You, if you're hemming, I would assume you have some scrap fabric. Yeah. And this is what you should be, you know, you should be testing. So, even if this is a ready to wear, you know, prom dress, you're re hemming for someone, obviously you would have to have cut something off.
1: And then you say again here, stitch over the previous stitching to secure. And trim threads. You could, if you know, if you don't want to backstitch, you could bring your stitch length down a little bit to go over yeah. a previous stitching. If you want to make sure it was really you know, secure,
2: but I just haven't had trouble as no. long as I go over the previous stitching. Yeah, it works. Fine. Yeah.
1: Okay, and then bridesmaids m too. That we'll just cover this before we take a break. Is basically. What we say is, if folding the fabric twice to enclose the raw edge is too difficult for you, either because of the nature of your fabric or lack of practice, do the hem
2: in three steps instead of two. And this is really important. I think one thing here is to use that lighter thread. Yeah, if you can, if you're doing that, this would be the place to really hope you. If you don't. I'm telling you, nobody's gonna know. Right, but you'll you'll you will get a better okay, finish. Except, especially if it's just on a hem down at the floor. Okay, now con- if this is on a hem, like you know, yeah. like with the ruffle on your blouse, maybe maybe then it does make a difference. Okay, I our construction thread that we recommend, like the Metler Metrazine right. thread, it lays nicer. It lays very nice than anything out there.
1: Man, so I have seen people bring in. I mean, it's called yeah. sewing thread. I don't blame them for buying it. But when they come in – But and once I, I just,
2: talk to them about it, I do blame them. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Their thread is so fuzzy. bulky and fuzzy. fuzzy bulky, bumpy. It doesn't look good. Honestly,
2: you can take just a uh, like a, a, a magnifying glass and put yeah. down a good piece of thread and a lousy piece of thread, and you can see the difference. It, it, well, you don't need a magnifying glass
1: and some well, of Well, you stuff. don't
2: always, but I mean you will really see the lumps and bumps. The other thing you can use here, and I I don't – is you could use serger thread. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. You know, you don't want to construct that garment with serger thread. The serger thread is meant to be used with multiple threads. But again, you may have a color that you like that works here and doesn't add bulk.
1: Yeah. So what you're going to see on this hem is, so you're going to do that, like, that first pass through that's like that perforation line. Which is your stay-stitching perforation line. Yes, and so that's at two millimeters, okay? But then your second pass-through and your third pass-through, we put that up to three. Right. So we don't add bulk. Right. Okay. Um, And so what you'll see on the top side, on the public side, is just one line of stitching. Mm -hmm. But on the bottom, you will see two lines of stitching. You will see two lines of stitching. Okay, so it's not quite as ideal, but even for someone like us, we choose these techniques based on materials as well. Right. And there are some fabrics that are just
2: super hard to handle. And I call those Halloween fabrics well, a lot of times because they're, yeah, sometimes they're like brittle, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't like to fold nice and they're hard to handle. Or I'm thinking something that's super soft and slippery. Well, that's, you see, I don't have as much trouble with soft as I do with like that. Friable feel yeah. yeah No
1: I, I agree I, yeah. I, I know I know what you're saying But right. I think that You should feel empowered Do that But know that ZD and I The reason we have All these techniques Is because we feel the fabric And we go Oh
2: this and might work used A little all of better them. You know Or we tried to use Our, our Are we preferred tested? technique yes. And it was like This is not working Or this is going to take me A hundred years yes And I'm still not going to like it I'm not successful I need to go someplace else With
1: this Yeah Okay so we'll come back And we'll talk about Our other two tiny hem techniques <laughs> Hello there, you fabulous sewing machine. Did you know that our podcasts and Facebook group are mostly funded by our fabulous members? We have corporate sponsors, but our individual members are the people who ensure that we can keep producing our quirky, inclusive, sometimes slightly offbeat sewing media.
2: You can support the sewing media you love starting at $1.50 per month. As you go up the scale, you get perks like a universal wardrobe planner, the So Long and So Happy zine, access to patterns and discounted classes, and even a monthly live broadcast from Mallory and me.
1: We are so thankful for our past, present, and future members. Any level of membership is helpful toward producing our podcasts, videos, and the time it takes to moderate our growing Facebook community. Go to soherecom membership to check it out.
0: Sewing out loud.
2: And we're back. All right. So. We can I go on a tangent? I guess. <laughs> I just would like to take a, a poll of how many people do you know that can talk about hems for an hour?
1: Yeah, I know. Hems and buttonholes. Don't stop whispering into the microphone. Don't you're getting me. You're getting cute. You're doing cute do,
2: stuff. You're like, oh, yeah. by the way. By you the know, way. Uh, okay. And then if you want me to talk about needles, I can go on for days. But We've anyway. already got
1: two podcasts on needles, but I thought, I don't. We've at
2: least, well, at what least, happens is we do a podcast on needles, and then they create a new needle, needle product. Yeah,
1: we we've done th- well at least three, but we did a two two parter at one point. Okay, so let's move on to the serger tiny hem. This is actually the only serger involvement we have. Oh, in on this, this blog particular post. Okay, I mm-hmm. will say our sergers do a really good job on many fabrics, not all fabrics, right? With the rolled edge. The rolled, um, the three-thread right. rolled edge will actually take care of a lot of these for us.
2: Yes. Um, but we know that not everybody has that, Or even what they call the three-thread hem. The rolled hem, yeah. Well, no, the, there's like a flat hem stitch. Okay, but of, they yes.
1: call it the rolled hem, even though it's flatter. They do?
2: Yes. Oh, okay.
1: So there's the rolled edge and the rolled hem. Hem, Hem. I see, Uh, see. Yeah, it's confused. I wish it wasn't called that, but I know what you're saying. uh, Yeah, yeah, and they probably
2: may do that because of the mechanics of it and how the finger drops. Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, so the Serger Tiny Hem, I will say this is one
2: of my favorite things to do. (laughs) It's really... I probably use this like, what, 80% of the time? This is how
1: I finish all the hems, even the
2: neckline on a lot of my easy tees. Well, that's right. I mean, knits, it's perfect for... You know, um Yeah. Any I yeah, yeah. And well,
1: I wouldn't finish a neckla and a knit like this. So I let do, me I clarify. Have. You've just
2: surged and turned and yep. straight stitched. And that's, well, I don't straight stitch. Right. I do do a, what a what I would call a zigzag, you okay. know, like a limited zigzag, maybe like a one and a half.
1: Okay. Well anyway. Yeah uh so but i
2: i've been known to do that a lot
1: on the easy tee, like on the woven easy tee. just two of them that i wore this week right. one's linen and one was rayon and i just surged turned it up so uh let's talk about this so you're going to use the three thread overlock narrow to finish your hem just you're going 3tn TN. you're gonna cut off a quarter inch as you surge OK, mm-hmm. so we've left our half inch hem allowance that we mm-hmm. said we were going to leave. And your serger always does a nicer job making that edge when it gets right. to cut the fabric
2: itself. Right. And I will talk about a cheat here. Yeah, sort of. I know what you're going to say. Uh, do you? Well, sometimes I don't do quite a quarter inch. Oh, OK. But I do, I, you know. It's it's on the sur- it depends on what surgery I'm on too, but you know it's like I just let it breeze past that blade, so I might just be taking off a uh-huh. few threads off of the bottom of that, which winds up being a quarter inch. Yeah,
1: cut. Just make sure you're cutting. So just it might
2: be a scant quarter inch. Okay,
1: that's not what I
2: thought you were gonna say, but oh. anyway, so I won't say the other thing. Oh, that I'm oh. Say. I know something else I don't know about. Now okay. we recommend
1: on your three TN. Your stitch length is a place where you can play on your serger a little bit. You okay? will probably need
2: to play on your yes. serger with this. It's so really... get your scrap fabric that's exactly the same as the fabric you're using. And if you're on a curve, I would cut it on a curve.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we say that in the beginning. We're like, cut yourself yep. a straight and curved piece right. or whatever. When you are doing your 3TN, you do want to, like, kind of, you know,
2: enclose the edge of your fabric so that there's not a bunch of pokies coming out. And, and that is... We've used that term over and over, the pokies, which means mm-hmm. that thread that's coming over the edge, it stays smooth. It's very burnished. It's very pristine, and you don't have little pokes coming out of the thread that's just been cut off. But on the same note, you don't want a buildup of no. thread. So we say the
1: statement it we It shouldn't is, look like a satin stitch, yeah, probably. Use the longest length stitch you can— While still keeping the edge of your fabric neat. So like our serger goes from, you know, like whatever, 0.5 to 4 Mm -hmm. millimeters long. So I would definitely try to start around 2.5. I was going to say I'd start at 2.5 or 3. And then try and go up, up, up as Mm -hmm. much as I can uh, because you don't want a bunch of thread buildup. Right. You already are going to have three threads. Right. Okay.
2: Before um, you even start, that's right. You know, Before- <laughs> you turn up Tim. You have three threads. That's right. And so, it- and again, here you can yeah. use your serger thread, or you could use your embroidery threads. That's everybody, right. you can those put- nice fine em- thro- embroidery threads do a great job here.
1: You can put the embroidery, the machine embroidery thread. In the needle and the loopers. Right. Okay. And you can wind a bobbin if you don't have three spools. I was just going to say, oh,
2: I don't have three spools. So you wind a bobbin with that on there. And then usually you have to throw that bobbin in like a cup or something. To be held. Also, oh man, I remember being with somebody in the shop for a good
1: 25 minutes trying to pick the perfect embroidery thread Mm -hmm. for her eggplant mother of the bride dress and her hem was
2: at the floor right yeah her where no was, one was gonna it, right. be and it was, was probably like, gonna oh, get dirty gonna anyway be, is
1: this alteration no. like
2: up at your neckline she's like no
1: so the hem was on the floor no.
2: also no the best part is they take it out into the sun and i want exactly and i always wanted i always <laughs> wanted to say so is your daughter's evening wedding in the bright, in the bright sunlight yeah. you know take it out in the sunlight to get good. okay
1: i respect people wanting to get the right color but Also, on this, embroidery thread is sold in these spools where you see the thread is a mass. That's right. Okay. And then when you hem something, you're only getting one strand. And
2: that's pretty much with any thread. The thread is darker on the spool than when you pull out a strand.
1: So we were just,
2: I mean, I'm so, I was so bad
1: about this because it's like, I just don't care. I would use whatever purple I, just Because that's what we did. Right. Well, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm somebody who like... Makes my clothes. I paint. I do lots no, of things. you just
2: don't even him at all. Well, right no, but way. I right. do
1: lots of things with like color and fiber, right. but I'm not picky about it. I know some people are really picky. Mm. I'm sort of like a let it happen person. I'm like, yeah. this will be fun. You know, I will allow the colors to come into my life. And whereas other people are real control freaks mm-hmm. about color. So I always found it difficult. To go out in the parking lot with someone and be like... And guess what? Is they, there might not be a match in the world. Floriani 364, 365, <laughs> or 366? You know, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. You know, I... It,
2: if I was smart, I would have been like, "You should
1: I, buy all three. I, I was, no. <laughs> I
2: was gonna say, I used to, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell everybody about how I lie. I would go, "Oh, sixty four is perfect," and they would go, "Oh, yeah, it is." Well, I mean, sometimes it just took like convincing they need them. The
1: power of suggestion, right, right, right. They, need,
2: they needed the permission to use it, and right.
1: I. That's sort of. Where I'm, I would love it if someone would just be like this one. But like, okay, bye. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, see you later. I'll go hem my dress now. But anyway, you're okay. So you're not gonna see this color a
2: ton. Mm-hmm.
1: It should match, and of course, I wouldn't use like a lilac. Uh, on You an know, eggplant, I probably
2: wouldn't use black on yellow. Sure, you know, maybe no. Anyway, yes, depends on what you you know. But you just do a decorative it, stitch at the him if you want. Keep it in anyway. that
1: wheelhouse. But using embroidery throughout on the serger is awesome for this it
2: will keep well it the other thing about having the lightweight is it's a finer thread and the thread doesn't show as much yep, yep and if you are doing this now this is probably not the hem I would suggest for those flounces that are around your neck uh-huh. or up at the top okay um we have another one we're going to talk about that I think is much more appropriate because the serger you see that serger thread on yeah. the back side. Well, let's talk. Yeah, so you, d- right. you do see it.
1: You, you could if the hem and flipped it was up sheer, or something. And yes. if it was
2: sheer and that was up at your neck, people might notice it more. Right.
1: I, again, test. Find out. So then you go over to your sewing machine, though, after you 3TN the whole thing. And you put your machine on a 3-millimeter straight stitch. And you just fold that serger stitch up once. Okay? So once again, we've given you, like, this fold line. Um, it would give you something to feel something that makes it easy to fold and you just stitch down the, um, you know, the hem allowance once. So like ZD said, if the hem flips up the threads that used on the serger would show, uh, you want to make sure you're catching your layers. So you're going to be probably a scant quarter inch Mm -hmm. as you fold up. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean,
2: that was a really long explanation for and fold. Oh, Okay. (laughs) But here, we have forgotten one of the most important things. I can't believe neither you or I oh, have said yeah? this. So, another reason to stitch from the top, right, is because I am folding up a larger amount. No, even oh, if it oh, okay. Right? Uh-huh. So I, even no matter how I, small. No matter yes. how small, even if I'm folding up a quarter inch, that outside perimeter, mm-hmm. right, is greater than the perimeter I'm folding up to. Mm-hmm. So... That puts my greater amount of fabric on the feed dogs. And the feed dogs, right, will help to ease that and keep that flat. And that's another reason you stitch from the top another reason you stitch from the top is you want to make sure it's looking good yeah that's right yeah. yeah that's for sure but no the whole idea about it being on the bottom a lot of it has to do with that feed dog that is what's taking it through and grabbing on to it yeah that's nice that's, yep. that's a good that's I can't a good believe point. you and I know neither one of us said that
1: and you know if you've ever had this issue where like you fed fabric through and then your top fabric is shorter than your bottom fabric or your bottom fabric right. shorter than your top fabric or something you've seen how when you're not paying attention stuff can get
2: off right you know and this depends. so anytime you have yeah. you're easing in you want the greater amount of fabric on the bottom yeah if you can that's what you want okay all right so now oh, you get so much with us we just, I, oh, we just tell, you uh, know everything. that's one thing I like about us yeah you know? <laughs> we're so thorough <laughs> all right sheer
1: <laughs> sheer tiny hem sheer tiny hem this oh, Mallory oh, I know <laughs> you know Sometimes it's nice to have a little mutual admiration society going
2: on. All right, you all are wonderful too, listeners. Okay, sheer they have hand. to be, or they wouldn't be listening. That's to This right. only magnificent people listen.
1: This one was 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 one I did not know about before you made yeah, this video.
2: Be, and because I will say this, in many 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 instances, the um, narrow rolled hem on our surgery or the has, rolled edge, the yeah. rolled edge has taken place at right. It. Right. okay um I had to use this you know in the good old day especially when it was like horrible to come up with that rolled hem and I had to you know test and test and test and test now there have still been instances with fabric where I have had to use this okay yeah. and and, and the, you know the surgery just doesn't make it nice doing enough it. for me. Yeah. Right, right.
1: So this was a new hem to me when we made this video. I was not familiar with it. I was so impressed.
2: Right. Also. And this is really big for your flounces or, your, yeah. you know, it's around your neck or on your sleeve or, you know, a finish that's where people are going to see it yeah. versus down at, you know, the foot of your uh, dress,
1: also just super low profile. Yes, it is
2: super. It, it almost invisible. It almost looks like you've
1: just cut the fabric. And well, it stayed there. We used a brown shear on this. It's got like a burnout kind of. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. thing going on yeah. on it and. It almost looks like there is nothing there, right?
2: Yeah, you it it's like magic.
1: And the Academy Awards just happened. I'm just saying this part of the video would have won
2: us like a cinematography award because right. we really showed you how this works. Okay, it's really I just good. heard that someone's dress, and I won't name whose it was because it did look fantastic. That they had to do 14 fittings on her, and I'm like, then somebody doesn't know how to fit. Okay, <laughs> nothing should take 14. Well, fittings. who knows? I mean, what are they talking about? What they're talking about? Well. I also think they got probably paid very well for each fitting, so maybe it was a good idea. I I don't know. Fourteen fittings? You need to go back to fitting school. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. And 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 the person, of course, had like this like
1: tight little body, right? You know. Well, maybe it was you know for like this part of the dress
2: and this part of the dress.
1: You never know what how these people are. I'm sorry. Fourteen
2: fittings is a joke. They they did that so they could talk about it on the yeah uh, yeah. it was media on stuff. The, yeah. On the... Yeah. Put this dress took 14 fittings. <laughs> and my assessment is then you don't know what you're doing. But anyway, everybody else is like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> okay. ZD's got a little different perspective. Okay. So sheer tiny hem. This is, we, we say, you know, for sheer, you could have used these other
2: ones on sheer fabrics too. And actually, this, yes, this is probably the one that doesn't work. Better on something that's not sheer. Yeah, I wouldn't do this on a non-sheer. No, no. Most... This, this I mean, yeah. I would be using that first tiny hem we did. Yes. Like on maybe a satiny, yeah. more satiny, or um, rayon, like a, a flimsy, you know, flowy rayon. Right. This could be on a rayon, too. This was, I, I actually used to call this my silk finish. Okay. Okay. I Now we're calling it the sheer tiny hem. Here's the deal more shears got nicer in polyester oh, yeah. and in rayon as time went on where so where I baby I used to use silk I wasn't always using silk right. anymore okay so shear tiny hem okay ready to get your mind blown yep this is so cool you guys you should just get some sheer <laughs> fabric and try this and blow your mind it is it's so, so yeah, fun like, right okay it's,
1: so you're gonna you left your you left your half inch hem allowance right right the previous Hems have all then had you do some stitching or whatever right. at a quarter inch, mm-hmm. not this one. Okay. So you're going to use your two millimeter
2: straight stitch to stitch a half inch away so from the rod of your right fabric. where you want your hem or the end of your whatever, whatever my body be. Wherever you be. want that fabric to end is where you're going to stitch. That's right. And that's kind of nice for shears because once mm-hmm. again, it's giving you a little more allowance mm-hmm. over
1: there to not get like sucked down in mm-hmm. your machine or whatever. Okay. And
2: again, I would suggest the embroidery threads here are oh, the yeah. finer threads here. The, it's absolutely it's what works. Yes, and a good, good, sharp, brand new needle. Yep. I don't care what needle you're using. You better just you, change it. Just go get a new just one. Just change it right, right
1: now. Okay, so you've done your half inch. Uh, you know your your straight stitch around a half inch away from the raw edge, and then next, set your machine to a tiny zigzag, approximately. millimeter width and 1.5 millimeter length okay that's what's written down here Mm -hmm. cd's Mm you looking at it no
2: that that, that's and that is a starting point yes okay test okay i think sometimes i've used a one right okay as far as a a one in width right probably that 1.5 in length is pretty standard so it's a tight stitch it's yes it's very tiny
1: okay And you're using that embroidery thread, Mm -hmm. which means you can have the tight stitch without the thread build up. Without the build
2: up in the bulk.
1: So now you're going to, what we say is, fold up your fabric along your stitching line, and then line up your fabric. So So the
2: stitching line is the edge of your fabric. Right.
1: And then... Line. Uh, you interrupted me reading. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you're reading. <laughs> Fold, yes. Fold yeah. up your fabric along your stitching line. Then line up your fabric so that the zigzag encases the folded edge of the fabric. When your needle swings to the right, it should just miss the edge of the fabric mm-hmm. and enclose
2: the folded edge. So needle on, needle off. Needle, needle on, needle, on. Needle, needle off. That's so right. It is going around the edge. Okay. It's burnishing the edge. And
1: you have a half inch folded up, mm-hmm. but then you only used 1.5 millimeters of right. the edge. So inside of your garment up there, there's this flippy flappy. There's a piece of fabric There's a little left. piece of fabric With The raw edge. With a raw edge. With a raw edge. Right. Uh-huh. So then you take your duckbill scissors, or a nice way to do this. You right. trim away...
0: That, that flap.
1: That flap to the zigzag. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to I want to get a ruler real quick. Say something into the you oh ZD's getting the ruler. Okay. I just wanna I want to point out what the difference is between a one point five millimeter zigzag and then what a half inch is. What what is that like when I'm kinda of looking at this? I mean, it's a good if I I'm, I'm looking at two millimeters, yeah. it's like almost a quarter of an inch or a little over well, a quarter of an inch th- that you're gonna trim, is what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Oh yeah. yeah oh oh it's, no. It's, it's everything you've folded up. I know everything sounds really small right now. Right. But you are gonna trim away a you know, a good little strip of fabric. Oh, there. Oh it's a it's yeah. like
2: did we leave a half inch? We left yeah. a half inch, so right. it's a little under a half right. inch. So and and here's what I guess I want you to know, when you're doing, burnishing that edge with, you know, stitch needle on, stitch needle off, stitch needle on with that little tiny zigzag, uh-huh. that is, it's tightening up. It's rolling around the edge. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't look flat. It kind of looks rolled. Now, when I say it looks rolled, it's microscopic. It's really small. Right. But
1: what you're saying is, this: okay, so what we were talking about earlier about right. how bobbin thread wraps around top thread, right. that bobbin thread is wrapping around the top thread, and then you're going over into the fabric, right. and that stitch then tightens
2: up a little bit. So that bobbin thread is pulling the top needle thread just a like bit. to the bottom. Yep. Right. So it
1: is an approximation of what the surgery. does. The principle. The prin- same principle same is The same principle yes, of the surgery yes, yes, rolled absolutely. edge. Absolutely. Which is what's going on. It has the lower, you know, and the And you serger. will not
2: believe that this may, this may sound really hard. You, okay, now. Some people are going to say, my machine won't do this. My machine won't do this. It won't stitch in the air or whatever. Uh-huh. That's when you're going to have to go to your water-soluble stabilizer. Yes. Okay. So we, we – uh, that. thank you for bringing that
1: up. Right. Oh, I also have to say that I didn't notice this, but we got a comment, and in the paragraph that I was just reading, at one point it doesn't say zigzag. It says big bag <laughs> Oh, I like that. <laughs> so I'll go edit that. You all won't see it, I'll edit it before.
2: You want the big bag to in case. Like, line up edge. your fabric so that the big bag in case. Well, I'm glad she edge. made a comment. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank so you.
1: if you are I, and then we
2: say if your machines feed dogs
1: will not support such delicate work, use water soluble stabilizer mm-hmm. or tear away. Really? Water
2: soluble would be better. Yeah. The problem with the tearaway is yeah. you could actually tear away the stitches. Well, it'll just get caught up in your it, zigzag. Well, yeah, I mean, you could, you, yeah, yeah, you know, water soluble. Is so the water best soluble stabilizer sort
1: of use a very lightweight one, like mm-hmm. something that's used for a topping right. on terry cloth towels or something. And when you do that, it's like a Saran wrap, but that has more body. Okay, so it gives your machine something to form a stitch around. Right. If your machine doesn't like sewing in the air Uh, and you just cut yourself little strips and just lay them along the hem as you go. And then you're. This is when people go, why would I save this little strip for this? Oh, For this. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have your bag of water soluble stabilizer strips or little little scraps bag. Um, But when you have that. You're not going to necessarily have to get the garment wet after because right. you've done such a small zigzag. If you gently support right. your stitches and pull away that
2: water-soluble. You support your stitches is you hold, hold the it. stitches and yeah. then pull away. that Because it, it you're perforating so close, it usually will come off. And if there is anything, it's clear. And actually, if if you have time, the air will dissolve it. Yeah, a you know, lot of times. you time. don't yeah. even have to. spritz I mean, it or steam it or anything. Yeah, the if you do it.
1: if you just tear that away, right. it'll it'll be so small. Um, right. and then you're gonna trim. You trim. You trimmed your raw edge, right? You know, uh, as well. And okay, so if you use the stabilizer, you may want to leave the stabilizer while you trim.
2: And I would try both ways. Yeah, it depends just on the fabric. See what happens. Nice. Yes,
1: yeah. Give it, give it a shot. Um, the duckbill scissors are so nice because you can, especially with the sheer fabric, you can really see where the blade is going. We
2: really need to make a video of trimming, a sti- uh, trimming fabric away with, with duckbill, duck duck and how we do it, do it on all backwards these things. Sometimes. Yes, people do it backwards, or they, you know, I know, I. I understand. I know how to screw it up because I've done it. Yep, 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 exactly. That's why we know about these things, right?
1: Right. (laughs) Uh, I know
2: absolutely how to screw it up.
1: Yeah, the duckbill scissors are also like offset scissors, and Mm -hmm. so they make it easy to not, you know, if you keep everything flat, if you keep everything parallel to the floor, it makes it easier not to cut a V into your fabric. And I have
2: had people ask me, do I get the big pair or the small pair? Because I think they come like in 4-inch and 7-inch. There are so many. Okay, we have both. The the answer and is I, get all of them. Yeah. We have both. All and of I, the, I probably prefer the smaller yeah, I think ones. We, I think there are three sizes. Because there is a mini. There's probably a hundred okay, sizes. Okay, yeah, yeah, there's like a mini I, size. I really prefer the four inch I the don't, medium. Yeah. In if I was if I had to choose to get one pair first, I would get the fours. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um I think And it, some
2: are offset and some are not.
1: Yeah, and I have right. these I have the Tula Pink ones. They're the Tula Pink six inch duckbill. Scissors. Well,
2: I like those a lot too. Yeah.
1: So, but there isn't there is like a real big pair. Yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, and actually, sometimes what the big pair is good for is in the hoop in stuff because it in the allows very you very to machine. reach in. Yeah, you've got now, more room. Okay, so the big ones are good because if you have to leave the hoop on the machine to trim, great. Right. But then the little ones are good if you're taking the hoop out and you need to get close to the edge well, of the Well, so. the other
2: thing about the big ones is the blade is truly longer. Oh, yes. So sometimes yes, you true. get to clip more. So, again, here we go. If I'm in a small, real curvy spot, I probably want the smaller ones. If I'm in a larger – now, somebody might say, well, what's the difference between six and four – Inches, well, yeah, it's two, but the, bla- the difference in yeah, the blade, blade is, is not two. I, I'm not right. exactly sure how Well, I'm sure it depends <laughs> on the manufacturer. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Well, uh, like we said, if you were having trouble visualizing any of these techniques, there is a fabulous video. Um, and you just go to SewHere.com and search Tiny Hem, and you'll find it. Uh, and I'll link to it in the episode notes as well. So we just want to thank you all for listening to us talk about Tiny Hems for an hour
2: it will and you can say you know someone that can do that
1: That's right uh you will save so much time if you can use these techniques right and and
2: again anytime you come across a technique like this or something honestly don't wait for a project do it keep well, it in your little yeah. notebook you know or whatever keep the sample and you know you, you it, keep it as a reference
1: yes and so i'm yeah people all the time oh, you so can you hem my daughter's right. prom dress? Can you hem this, that, and the other thing?
2: And sometimes on a prom dress, you might use all
1: these things. Yeah, you might use different yeah, ones I mean, a wedding dress, like every single layer I'm might be something so different. I'm just having so many David's Bridal flashbacks right oh, yeah, now yeah. is yeah. what I'm just having. I can, like, smell the
2: place. Well, we um, used to have to develop how we were going to hem things there Right, sometimes.
1: right. So anyway, this will, this will help you figure that stuff out. It's not a big bulky hem. It's professional looking even with the most basic of equipment that's right so that's what i like about it that's what i like about right. us mom yeah that's just yeah. what i love yeah. about you know yeah we just figure it we have it okay. all figured out <laughs> okay everybody thanks so much for listening you can get a hold of us at mallory at so here.com we're on instagram
2: at so zd take it away so long and so happy
0: thanks for listening to sewing out loud For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.